Welcome to another episode of Heroes and a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and booking a flight to Metropolis. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Andy. And I'm Cody. And for today's episode, we are talking about Heroes and Secret Wars. But before we get into Secret Wars and all of the goodness that comes with that, Andy, it's been a while, at least not necessarily since it's been just you and I. Yes, you're right. But I feel like there's there's some pretty cool things that have happened in our lives uh, that, you know, that the people listening might care about, I yeah. guess. Uh, so I just kind of want to ask, Andy, what's up? That's a, uh, that's a brilliant transition. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, so for me, uh, what's up in my life recently is that, uh, I don't know if you guys remember me mentioning this a few episodes ago, uh, but for Christmas, I uh, my wife got me an Xbox One, and so a few a few weeks ago, I was able to purchase Batman Arkham Knight. Be the Batman, bro. I am, I am, I am Batman. Which skin are you playing as? Because I, I know there's a lot in that game. Well, I, I, uh, I downloaded the Christopher Nolan 2008 Dark Knight bat suit okay that was pretty cool which was pretty cool but then i got like i was playing along in the video game in the story mode and i got a new bat suit one that like flies higher and glides longer and right right and so ever since i got this new one i haven't gone back to (laughs) like i haven't gone back you like that new one yeah it looks very like uh, it looks like armor like it like it has like sub parts and like it looks really sick it looks like a almost which that's just the batman arkham knight armor i know that's the armor that they designed for the game yeah but that's what i'm saying is like that's the one since i like in the story like you get the new suit like you know like i don't know like 10 minutes into it 15 minutes into the the story mode it's allowed you to move faster yeah be more agile all all that stuff and so and ever since i got this new suit like i feel like i i need to i need to wear this new suit like i'm not gonna go back (laughs) you're not gonna put on old clothes exactly um so i've been uh i've been playing batman uh, uh recently and it's Man, I love it. It really is. It's everything I told you it would be, isn't it? Yes, it's everything you told me it would be. And again, also, like we talked about a few episodes ago, but I didn't think I was getting, I was going to get a, a next-gen console uh, this soon. I thought I was going to wait a little bit longer before I actually got one. Mm-hmm. And so, Cody, I gave you the green light to, spoiler, to spoil the game for me. Again, I gave you the green light, so I'm not mad at you. Yeah. But... Now that I, unfortunately, I know the ending, uh, you know, of some key, uh, you know, parts of the of the game. And so now it's like I'm playing it and I'm like, dang it. Like, you know, the mystery of like who this character is or like what the direction of the whole story is going, like where it's going. I'm like, oh, like I kind of already Listen, know. But there's romance in the adventure. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There is beauty yes. in the get in the getting there. Yeah. It's like, listen. I, I, there's I'm a not... reason there's a reason your wife will read the last page of a book i know so I know. that she knows everything's okay yes so i promise that it's, the, it's, the payoff is still there it's I, good I, it's... I, I, I did not rob you of that no you did not. i hope not no 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 because i will say also there's a part in that game uh i was playing one of the levels and uh it's pretty intense the it looks like things aren't gonna end so well in that particular moment and all of a sudden there's like a like a good like 
jump scene uh, like, like a good jump scare yeah something happens and i was not expecting it and i jumped like uh, like not just a little like uh, it was a big like my whole body went into it and i i texted you i, I was like cody i just jumped from playing batman and you knew exactly what part it, was, it was it was really funny when you texted me because yeah. you texted me that and I, to not spoil it i was like which part yes but in my head i already knew exactly what moment it was because it got me too and i think it got me every like i played through the game a couple times yeah. and i think it got me every time that i replayed but. yeah so i'm uh that that's what's up with me I, i'm recently i'm playing you know batman arkham knight i'm not done with it yet but i'm enjoying the ride you you weren't able to talk about it on our review episode because you hadn't played it correct back when we reviewed it you know last summer so yeah. what's the what's the verdict so far so far it's good i, I really like it the graphics are you know it's, it's a beautiful game the storyline is compelling like i'm very interested in, in it and it's been cool to see this Oh, you know, this this major story arc kind of play out in the span of three games. And so, you know, uh, Rocksteady did a, a great job in making three amazing Batman games. Mm-hmm. Each of them are g- good on their own, but they do tell a, you know, they, they have their stories connect to some degree. And so I'm enjoying the payoff of, of having played the first two and now finishing up with this one. Um the button there are a lot of buttons and uh this ain't uh, no Super Mario World. No, man. it's not just a simple run and jump, you know, kind <laughs> of a thing. It's there's a lot of gadgets you have and so like I'm having a hard time. I don't know if I need to play more like frequently or longer, you know, at longer times, but um I'm having a hard time remembering, oh yeah, yeah, like that's you know, that's this button or remember this does that or whatever. So uh, but I think that will come the more I play the game. Uh, so yeah, overall, so far it's good. Um, I know I'm gonna love it. I love Batman. I love those characters. I love that world. So um, it's 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 great. It's, if you haven't played it yet, I recommend it. I've I see sale like I see it's on sale right now. I think for like twenty five bucks. Um, so I would definitely buy it if you and play it if you haven't played it yet. So that's what's up. That's what's happening in my life. That's what's up for me, Cody. What's up with you, man? Uh, so I went to. Uh you know, here in Orlando, we have this this little Universal Orlando little theme park, Islands of Adventure, family ha- owned, family owned. <laughs> you know, it's it's a small, it's like you know, it's like fun spot. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> but they happen to have this this uh, this Harry Potter uh, world. You know, this yes. this wizarding world mm-hmm. of Harry Potter out there, and uh, and they have this ride that's been there since they since they opened the first Harry Potter expansion. You yeah. know, to the park. Uh, in Islands of Adventure, and it's Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that ride, if you if you've you know gone to the park, I'm sure you've gone on it. But uh, something you may not realize is for those of us with I I was for a long time one of the guests with certain body measurements yes. or certain you know certain body types, and so I was not able to ride the ride because I was too big to fit in the seat. Yes, uh, quite literally. Yes, and so I. I love Harry Potter. You know, I really wanted to, but I never got to ride the ride. Um, and this Monday, or this, you know, I guess it's about a week ago now that I went, but uh, I was able to ride it. Yeah, man. That was, it a, was That's a big it deal. it was a lot of fun. It was a, it's a really good ride. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the in that you see, you get a, a good glimpse of like 
almost everything in the like i think that ride opened probably around like when the sixth movie or before definitely before the seventh movie came out yes yeah yeah, and so they're like you know there's not stuff from the seventh movie but you get you know you get some dementors yeah you get the you get the spiders you know Mm -hmm. uh you get you know dragons you get (laughs) you get quidditch all of the that that kind of fun stuff yeah uh throughout it and it like it's a really freaking great ride yeah, it's a it's a it's one of the, obviously Universal's you know more popular rides, and it's one of the ones that like the wait times can be ridiculously long. And um, but I was I I saw you post a picture on you know your social media accounts, and um, dude, I was really happy for you, man. Like it was like I, I don't know this sense of like I was just proud of you. It was kind of cheesy and a little bromantic. <laughs> but no, but really I was like that's awesome that he was able to to go on the ride and he's able, you know, he's making this this progress with the, you know, your hashtag that you have going on. You no know? more Mr. Fat Guy. I've tried to stop talking about it, you know, on Heroes End cuz not everybody necessarily might care. But Yeah. Yeah, I thought, you know, it was it was a pretty cool a pretty cool moment. So That's a big win. Like that's a big deal. So it's like I I totally you know how last week we you know the episode that our good friend Tim was on you uh, you gave me the green light to talk about wrestling you know <laughs> so it's like so you're giving me permission so, no, so to talk like, about <laughs> I, I had no issue like first off you let me talk about wrestling last week so that was awesome but this is definitely worth noting like this is this is just a win across the board so really happy for you um and then you're we're, we're not we're not done yet with with this with this progress no, right th- we're we're i've come a long way yeah but there is you know there is still work to be done yeah uh, and so, I, like, I'm I'm not saying that I'm quitting. You know, I yeah. got to write Harry Potter, so I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna get fat again. You know, um, but so, uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm you know still still moving towards it. And and there's I I have in my mind Andy uh, a new hashtag because right now I'm an extra large shirt. So yes. when I get to I can't believe I just said that, and this is gonna be on the internet and everything. <laughs> If you know, well, at least you all know what size shirt to buy me. Yes. Uh, but so I want to, I want to, you know, the next shirt size that I want to go down to, of course, is a large. And at that point, Andy, you know, back, you said, or you said before that you want to, you want to be fit in a medium. Correct. Like you want to, when you flex your muscles, your shirt gets a little tight. So. Yeah. And I, and I want to be able to like, obviously, yeah, I, I just want to be a fit guy who wears a medium Who wears shirt, a medium t-shirt. Shirt. Yeah. Which I understand. Like you don't want to get like, a, you don't want to be swole. jacked. You, you, yeah, you don't want to yeah. get swole. Yeah. Uh, you don't, you don't want to be the rock necessarily. No. no, no but no. you said you want to be fit in a medium. So when, when, you know, and, and I know you're, you know, getting, you know, working towards that. So I think your, your fitness hashtag, Andy, should be hashtag fit in a medium. Yes. But with all caps okay. fit. So you say emphasizing that you want to be fit yes. in a medium. Uh-huh. And then once I'm down to a large, I will put away the no more Mr. Fat Guy hashtag. And I will start using hashtag fit in a medium, but with in caps. Because <laughs> yeah. I just, at that point, I'll just want to fit in a medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like it. Those are the goals. Those are the goals. And then the whole, the, throughout this whole progress, uh, that you know you're, that you're you're making you're doing all that stuff um it's going to be important for us to hold not only each other accountable but also at the same time humble <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> we want to be humble beasts we don't want to be... cut all this fitness good yeah, wyatt yeah exactly so um <laughs> if you guys the listeners hear any uh, an ounce of arrogance or, or pride in our voices 
Um, if you see us, just uh, let us know that we're being uh, <laughs> we're being prideful. <laughs> we give you the green light to speak truth into our lives. <laughs> All right. So that is what's up with us. Uh, as I said earlier, this week's episode, we were talking about Heroes and Secret Wars. Now, if you don't know what Secret Wars is, it is a comic book event that Marvel started uh, last summer, and they just wrapped it up in uh, beginning of January. Uh, it's a nine-issue comic book run. And we just want to take some time to look back and review, as well as, you know, just say what we liked and didn't like about the comic book event. Now, so I want to put out the spoiler alert for Secret Wars. However, if you don't plan on reading Secret Wars, feel free to keep listening because we're going to get you caught up on what happened in this Marvel event so that you're better prepared to jump into some of the new uh, Marvel issues and Marvel comic book runs that are starting now. We're seeing a lot of, or you know, really every character, yeah, be relaunched with a number one from Miles Morales to Iron Man, yeah, to you know all of the Avengers and all those things. So it's a really good time now to jump into Marvel Comics. Yeah. So like Cody said, we're gonna give you a recap. We're we're gonna try our best to keep it short, but it was a it was a very long, detailed, thought out event. So we're gonna try to give you just the big points of what you need to know. That way you get the gist of, of what, you know, what this, what happened with this comic book event. Um, so we pick up issue number one. And what, what we see here is that um, in the Marvel Universe, across all of their alternate, you know, alternate re- realities, um, all of them are coming to an end. You know, all the, all the different alternate rea- realities that Marvel has, all of them are ending and there are two universes left. We have the regular Marvel universe that we know, and then the ultimate Marvel universe. Which is the home of one of your favorite characters. Amy. Miles Morales. Exactly. So it was a big deal. So those were the last two remaining um, you know, alternate realities, universes, whatever you want to call them, that were left. Um, and what's happening is all the superheroes, all the, all the supervillains, everyone knows that, um, that these two you know, realities are clashing. And that everything is going to end. And so... Um, Lots of Adele was being played. <laughs> exactly. There was a lot of <laughs> uh, exactly emotional songs that were being played. No. No. But like... So everything was coming to an end. Um, and so we see throughout this issue that heroes are trying to stop the event. If, you know, try to do whatever they can to stop this from happening. Uh, some heroes are just, you know, enjoying the time that they have left. You know, they're trying to save as many, you know, people as they can. Some villains are just like they're done robbing banks. You know, they're just at a bar, you know, just drinking and just enjoying the time that they have left. You know, so, again, everything is coming to an end. And what we see here is that that's exactly what happens. Issue number one ends with, you know, the last page is is all white. And then there's like like a grave site, like, you know, on a tombstone, like Marvel Universe, you know, from you know the year it started to 2015 when it ended and then you know ultimate universe the year it started to 2015 when it, when everything ended and so uh that's how issue number and issue number one um that's how it ends up and then from there we see that there's a world that's been created yeah uh, by victor von doom mm-hmm. dr doom uh he's he's now imbued with god-like powers and he's created this world called Battle World, mm-hmm. and it's kind of got fragments from all of the other worlds, uh, you know, and, and pieces from all the other realities 
that have existed or that existed previously in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, so like this was a really cool opportunity for Marvel to, you know, old comic book runs or old characters that they, you know, that were alive and were now dead. or It gave them the opportunity to bring all that back because what we see with what, you know, Dr. Doom did is that he brought, again, like what you said, Cody, pieces of all of those alternate realities and those universes that, you know, he brought pieces of all of those and he made one world. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's how we got old man Logan, you know, that, that was just a one-off, you know, event, but that now when in this new battle world, you know, that, that character came back into play. Right. Um, we were able to do like age of apocalypse, you know, we were able to do pick up know, a little bit with like an alternate ending kind of for civil war. Yeah. You know, and so it, it allowed, it was really f- smart on Marvel's, you know, part to, uh, to be able to do this. That way they were able to continue telling the story of some of these, uh, these really important and, and loved events that happened with Marvel previously. But as far as the main continuity or the what's going on in the main event is hap- is concerned, we see that uh, from our, both the ultimate reality and our Earth reality, uh, there's lifecrafts of sorts that have that are carrying survivors from those realities, uh, and they end up in this battle world, and they they come out of their lifecrafts, they come which are spaceships yeah. you know or you know you think think spaceships rather yeah. uh but they come out like don't don't think lifeboats don't think titanic <laughs> that's not what you want uh but so so they come out of these and they they realize that some things are familiar you know yeah. there's there's things that they that are very very much like what they experienced before uh but then there's things that are very different you know and that this this world is clearly very much different yeah uh from you know from the ones that they know previously and they meet Stephen Strange, that you know, they meet Doctor the Doctor Strange, but it's the same Doctor Strange mm-hmm. uh, from previously. So they're tr- they're really just all trying to figure out what happened because, as far as they know, the world was ending mm-hmm. and there shouldn't be anything left. Yeah. So like they're again, they're trying to piece stuff together. Things look familiar. They're recognizing some people, you know. So to them, the whole their whole world was you know was rocked, and they're trying to figure out how this how they're alive how everything is here now how they're there now you know and so they're trying to put everything together but you know they they soon realize that okay dr doom has placed himself in the position that he is you know he's god you know that's why they call him god doom you know so they you know the survivors want one of them being mr fantastic uh, you know, Reed, you know, Reed Richards, he, you know, he realizes, okay, this is all happening because of Dr. Doom. And so he's put himself in this position now that he's the one that made all of this. And he's the one that's to some degree, you know, sustaining all of this and all, you know, so they figure out what's happening. And then they realize that, okay, they need to stop Doom. You know, they need to put this, this whole thing to an end. So, what ends up happening in, in issue number nine, this last issue, is it, it comes down to a fight between Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, and and Doctor Doctor Doom. And then we see it, it through the end of that fight, or by the end of that fight, uh, Doom's god powers are bestowed upon Reed. They're given, you know, to Mr. Fantastic. And Reed then creates an all new and all different Marvel universe. Yeah, and so it, essentially the of uh, you know this event ends with 
everything that Dr. Doom created, it's all on, you know, he, Reed Richards, he, he undoes all of that and, and he creates the Marvel universe that's now called Marvel Prime. He creates it to the best of his ability, him and the rest of the, his family, Sue Storm and the kids and all that, you know, he, he created the, this new Marvel Prime uh, to the best that he could to for it to look like the original, you know, the way it used to be. And he kind of put everything just the way like it needs it needs to be in, in, a, in a good place, you know. And so it's not a perfect world. It's not like there's no more bad guys or anything like that. But he kind of he does everything right, you know, the best he can. So the heroes are there. Even the you know, supervillains are there. Like so, for example, one of the last pages is Dr. Doom is giving back his his castle and. He's in this like the familiar like you know green, green hood and the green outfit with yeah. the you know with the metal armor. Yeah. But the the notable change is that his face isn't isn't scarred and isn't torn torn or, up or deformed. Yeah. So like so even then like Reed Richard he puts everything back to in a good place you know the best he can and like even that little detail of you know Doctor Doom's face that's why he he wears a mask is because it was scarred it was deformed and so in the last page you see that he has a a normal like his face is normal again like the way it was before the accident and all that so um that's how that's how this event ends is everything goes back reed richards and you know his family is kind of he's creating he you know he created all of this now and um you know it's left in a good spot so from what we can tell right now so that's kind of a a basic you know a quick walkthrough of what happens in Marvel Secret Wars event. So we just wanted to spend some time talking about our overall impressions, what we liked and didn't like of the comic. Andy, you want to go ahead and get us started? Yeah, man. So uh, again, it was a, a nine a nine part issue. Uh, excuse me, a nine part you know event, and you know over the span of nine issues. Um, and overall, I think is uh, I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I thought it was it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I enjoyed the story that was being told. Um, I thought uh, it, it kept my interest, you know, over the span of all nine issues. It wasn't like I got bored with it. There are some some of the events, uh, you know, the big comic book events with Marvel and DC. If they go on too long, it's it can get kind of boring or whatever. And like I just kind of wanted to end or get to the conclusion. I kind of never really felt like that. You know, I kind of mm-hmm. was like, okay, I'm tracking along. This is good. Like, and it would give me. They would give me each, you know, each issue was, they were something big and almost in each issue that kind of kept my interest throughout the whole, the whole event, you know. How, how about you, Cody? What do you think of it? Yeah, that's something that I appreciate a lot as well is that this, this event is very much a, like every, every issue was a big deal, you know, yeah. as, as, as we, as we move through, there's, there's really cool things that are happening. Like there's uh God, I, I want to say God, but. Doom, yeah, yeah, you know, God, he, yeah, yeah. he creates the Thors, you know, he raises up an army of Thors to be his army, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to exact his his will on this battle world. So, yeah. like, seeing things like that were really cool, you know, seeing, uh, you know, and then going to where you have, like, the interactions between uh, Peter Parker and and Miles Morales as, mm-hmm. as you move through. I thought, I thought, like, just having all those things come together was a lot of fun. Yeah. I will say the, this is really like thinking back. This is probably the first comic book that I've followed, like as far as like 
buying the individual issues and not like you know reading the graphic novel later yeah this might be the first one that i've really followed which i hope doesn't make you lose faith in my ability to (laughs) to be on this podcast but i you know come to think of it, it i think it really was so it was a lot of fun to like oh like this issue's out i gotta go you know i gotta go to you know, got to go to Coliseum or got to go, you know, whatever comic book store and, and pick it up. Yeah. So I can stay following along. Yeah. And, and I just want to give a, you know, just I think it needs to be noted that the the writer to this, um, Jonathan Hickman, uh, I just want to, I mean, big shout out to him. He was the, the writer to this whole comic book event. And it was really cool because he was also writing um, the Avengers comic book. And so like, he was setting up pieces of of Secret Wars in some of his previous comic book issues with you know with Avengers and whatnot and with some of those characters that we see in that in that comic book run and so this is something that Marvel and him like you know they were working on this for a while and you know they had things for the most part for the most part they had things thought out and planned out. Uh, so I mean, it, it really did. It it came together very nicely. Um, I thought it was a, a again, it was a good event. It, it kept my interest throughout the whole thing. Um, so that's overall my impression. I would recommend it. Like you know, like you know, if, if someone would ask me, hey, would you recommend this? I would. I would say, yeah, it's a fun read. It's it's really compelling. The story's there. It's a very to some degree, like some issues. You know, it's a deep story. Yeah, like, it's not it like it's a little dark even. Yeah, sometimes. and it's not just like it's not necessarily necessarily like your action packed comic book. It's again, there's pages and panels there that it's just like bubble like you know bubble after bubble after bubble of just like you know important dialogue that's being said and you know mm-hmm. so um it, it was a it was a fun read man i enjoyed it unfortunately though there's not everything about it was great <laughs> in particular i think of the of the delay of getting the issues out yeah they <laughs> and you know we've joked about it on the podcast before about uh about how long it's taking them to finish this event and and you know, while it was all planned out, you know, well, yeah, uh, and and while it was executed, or I think I think rather it was planned out well, and the story was planned out well, and it was set up well. Yeah. It was the ex- yeah. execution and getting it actually from you know being from the planning stage to the on the shelf at the comic book store stage was a little fumbled. So you yeah. know, they they released the first I think three issues. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they released the first three issues of the course of like a month and a half. Yeah. Uh, back in you know the summer, like I think it was July or June, uh, when they started releasing those, and then there was like it was supposed to be an issue a month. Yeah. And there was supposed to be only eight, and then they were like, no, we need nine. Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate. I think having the ninth, you know, I thought I thought it you know worked well. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have done nine, but it was just weird to like, oh, like it's been a, like. It seems like a month and a half has gone by, and we haven't seen a a new Secret Wars issue. So that was a little bit like you know a little weird. I also didn't really care for the fact that then they started launching the issue, the new issue ones before it ended. So like I think two or three issues of the Invincible Iron Man comic came out before Secret Wars Nine came out. So then it's like, do I read you know do I read Invincible Iron Man one, two, and three? And potentially have the ending of Secret War spoiled for me, you know, because yeah. of course the people that are writing these new issues or these new runs 
at least know a vague idea of how this this event is going to end. Yeah. Yeah, and I would agree with you. Like, I know, like I said, that for the most part, you know, it kept my interest. I was in it. You know, every issue had a big component to it that was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is good. I can't wait for the next issue. But because of the delay and because of, you know, how many weeks in between each issue, you know, you know, took place and all that, there were times where I was like having to you know go back but okay how did how did the last issue end you know what i'm saying like it was like okay oh yeah yeah they left that big cliffhanger or oh yeah yeah okay they you know that big reveal was right was made and so now this is you know you know the results or the consequences of that whatever you know and so there was some of that because of the delay i, I will say another thing for for me that you know you talked about that being an, an issue for you for one of the one of my least favorite parts about it was the um, it, it it had this feel that it was this big event, which it was, but that came across to some readers and some Marvel fans as intimidating, and so it you know people were asking me my you know my friends my buddies were asking me hey, what do I need to know to read to jump in with Secret Wars number one you know like what do I need to know to enjoy this like who's this or what's happening here and stuff like that and so. I, I did enjoy the rich, you know, backstory and the, you know, the depth that, you know, Hickman put into this. At the same time, it was also, a, there was a part of me that was like, is, was there a way to simplify this a little bit? That way, general readers or, you know, can jump in? Yeah, there's, and, it, you know, it's kind of a, you know, rock and a hard place there because I really appreciate that they use some you know some lesser known characters and some characters that weren't very popular you know like uh molecule man yeah you know is a, is a big part of it and mm-hmm. and the those you know storms kids are are a big part of it yeah but you if you don't know who those you know people really are going into it it can definitely seem you know it can be a little overwhelming and and I think they do a good job of unpacking you know at least at least the mythology and you know the story behind uh doom you know yeah. and and how he's got his powers and and where that all came from but i i don't know it was i can i can definitely agree with you and i can definitely see how to someone that's uninitiated so to speak would would be a little you know like taken aback by the plethora of what's going on and the the consequences of this event yeah. as well as just the the massive cast yeah and this, one of the things that you you just said Cody was uh, you talked about Doom and his his backstory and and you know how he came to be and how he came to his powers. That was, I think, one of the highlights of this whole event. Like for both you and I, like we we're big fans of that. Like yeah, to the point that you, you like you shared with me, like you want there to be a, a pop figure. Right? I really do. So random plug for Marvel Collector Corps. If you don't know what that is, it's kind of like Loot Crate. If you don't know what Loot Crate is, <laughs> LootCrate.com. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you can go back yeah, to yeah, yeah. So essentially, uh, Marvel, every two months, they send you this little box, has, uh, and it, they've teamed up with Funko to do it. So there's uh, you know a pop figure and a t-shirt always. They did one for Secret Wars. Yeah. And I actually got one free, and I gave that one to you, Andy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but in that, there was, there was a, the theme was Secret Wars, and the two pop figures that we got yeah. were really cool. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And they're exclusive, so really, this should be the only way that you're ever able to get them. Yeah. Uh, but one of them was Miles Morales, Spider Man. Yeah. 
and one of them was Jane Foster's Thor. Yeah. The new, you know, female Thor. Yeah. Sorry for spoiling that for you, but yeah. I suppose she's been out this long. You probably, you know, either know or don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so uh, I would have much preferred to see this white outfit, God Doom. It would have been so cool. Yeah. If I'm ever, you know, if I ever fit in a medium, I might do that cosplay. <laughs> like, I might do the God Doom cosplay. It was really, like, the the way he looked was really <laughs> cool. Again, we talked about him, I think, in one of the... I think it was the villains. Yeah, the top five villains episode. So, um, so you guys know, like, we appreciated, you know, the way that Hickman, you know, set up Dr. Doom to be, you know, the, the main villain in this story arc and this event and the way he looked was great. So that was a huge plus to this to this whole comic book event. But the coolest thing of, of him is the way he's built up, I think, you know, taking the outfit side, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as we start this start this run, you know, in, in the last in the last issue uh, or the sorry, in the first issue, the last pages. Uh, you know, as the as the panels are going to white, you see almost bleaked out, like almost where you can't see, but you see Doom's face. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's like in one frame and then it goes back to white and then to the tombstone, uh, you know, esque, you know, picture. But yeah. uh, then in issues two and I, I want to say it's issue three or four that you realize, you know, that he while he's he's still evil, like he's yeah. still the, the evil Doom that we know. Uh, but as far as, you know, when you start this, he's recreated the world you yeah. know like he's made the world and he's like he seems like he should be a good guy you know like he he he's the one to save he's the one that saved as much as he could yeah of you know the world that we knew or that you know the universe that we knew and that's what that that's one of the things that i really enjoyed was like those first four issues or so you still had no idea what was really happening you know what i'm saying like you had no idea Exactly who was left or how everything came to be or exactly how everything was broken down. You know what I'm saying? Like there was still a lot that uh, that was still being unpacked by issue four. And then the cool thing too, like I appreciated this, like even I think it was like issue three and four, like they really do unpack the whole backstory and they give some history on doom and how he came to be with these powers and all that stuff. And so that was, I even thought, this is really good like information for those who were intimidated to even jump, you know, on this series to jump yeah. into the, you know, in the event. And so um, I thought um, that, you know, doom the way that they wrote him was great. Um, I also love the art. I think the art is a huge thing. Like I'm, I just enjoy that style. It wasn't really bright or poppy. It was almost like these like neutral colors and it was very faint and it wasn't super, you know, obnoxiously bright. Like, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I thought it I was I think it cool. was just very serious. Is, is yeah, kind of a, like that's a like, great, yeah. It's, a, it's very much like it's not trying to necessarily be fun. You know, there's, it's, this is a big deal, you know, this yeah. is a big issue. So they, they didn't want to go too over the top and, you know, too ridiculous with the art because, I think they want a majority of your focus to be on the story, uh, which I do appreciate in the story that there are a, a large cast of both heroes and villains throughout. You know, we see uh, Reed and the Ultimate Universe Reed interacting, which in the Ultimate Universe, for those of you who may not know or probably don't know, uh, Reed Richards is evil. He's, yeah. he's uh, named the Maker, mm-hmm. uh, and he's, you know, he's a villain. So you see him and his, you know, his other Earth, counterpart interacting which allows for some cool interactions 
Now I mentioned it before, but you see Miles and and Spy and you see Miles Morales, Spider Man, and Peter Parker interacting. But then you also like it's really just a weird, you know, kind of group of of people because you have Star Lord, uh, Jane Foster's Thor, you have Black Panther, you have uh, Namor. I think is yeah. in there as well. Yeah. So it's like it's it's not necessarily like it's not like all the Avengers are together on this ship. You know, no, no, no. like they get as you know whoever they can on these life rafts. And not everyone, you know, like it, whoever makes it on the life raft, there's a part of the life raft that breaks. So uh, the idea is that they want, uh, you know, people from people that are going to be able to help rebuild, you know, and recreate a new society. So uh, then you sit, you have this other life raft that is comprised of all villains. So you have like Thanos on that one. Yeah. You have uh, the maker. You have, you know. A pretty cool, you know, group of of villains. A it's, cool lineup. It's the Cable, essentially. Yeah. If you're if you're familiar with that group of villains, but it's a it's a really it's just really cool to see those guys together. Also, Groot shows up yes. in in the I think it's oh, issue nine or nine or eight, eight or nine. Yeah, that but was when fun. he shows up, like it's so it's so cool. Like, like it's the just timing it's, was great. Yeah, the delivery, the delivery. <laughs> Star Lord sets him up. A lot of fun. So, uh, but yeah, which there's a real, there's a few really cool moments I think throughout that. You know, there's a there's the the Groot moment. There's a moment where the thing is is fighting one of his nephews, or not he's, his, he's he, not his nephew, but he's fighting essentially Reed Richards and Sue Storm's son. Yeah, and he realizes that it's his that it's their son, and he's like, I'm not gonna fight you. Yeah, and then he says, Do what you have to do, and. Ultimately, like it's a, it's good. Like there were a lot of ooh, good moments. There's some heavy moments in that too. <laughs> yes, like there <laughs> there's some big deaths that uh, again, uh, we kind of told you that we gave you the recap, but like we don't know how significant those those deaths are now. You right. Know, you know that now that Reed Richards kind of put everything back the way it should be and all that. But when we were reading it, you know, issue four, issue five, six, you know, we. We don't know how that's going to pan out. So, like, <laughs> when when Duke, spoiler alert, for, I think yeah. it's issue two or three, but spoiler alert for that, and I, I may have mentioned it before, but there's a point where Doom, you know, he just kills the Phoenix, which is now Cyclops. Like, Cyclops and the Phoenix are one. Yeah. But he kills him with his bare hands. He cracks He cracks his neck. Like, yeah. he puts his hand on his throat. And he says, you think, like, to, to the effect, it's like, you think you're powerful. And, like... And then, like the you know, the Phoenix is arguably one of the most powerful characters, yeah. In you know, in Marvel continuity, and Doom kills him with his bare hands. Like it he's was, God, he could just he could just wipe him out, yeah. But he doesn't do that. And then the other big one, Andy, is with <laughs> Thanos, the the, the, the Mad have, Titan. Yes, they have this face off. Like the one of the panels is like they. They're, they've, oh they've, they finally come and they have this face off. You know, Thanos is trying to stop Doom. Thanos is trying to get power. And so there's this face off. Everyone knows who Thanos is. Everyone's paying attention to the Marvel movies. So they know they're setting him up to be the big bad. But in issue, you know, Secret Wars, I think it was issue eight or seven or nine. The last few kind of just all blend together for me. But um, they had this face off. And you think like and the, like Thanos is talking a lot of crap. <laughs> he's talking like John. He's man. like he's like listen. <laughs> you think you're God, but you like you're trying to you know like be you're trying to be this God, but you don't know anything about being a God. Yeah, I'm the one. Like I had the Infinity Gauntlet. I know what it's like yeah. to be a God, and that a God rules with power essentially. Yeah. 
and he's and you know Doom's like you don't have the Infinity Gauntlet anymore, and Thanos is like I could still take you without that. I don't need the Infinity Gauntlet to whoop you. And so what's Doom do? Doom, Cody, what does he do? He quite literally, he reaches, he sticks his hand into Thanos, like into his midsection, right? Kind of like, yeah, like like Reverse Flash, like kind of think Reverse Flash, like he sticks it into like you know Thanos's stomach, and then the next frame is. Is Thanos disintegrating in a puff of green, like of you know, of a cloud Cells. of green smoke, and it's just, and it's just like his his Thanos's armor is falling off, and it's just his skeleton. It's just his skeleton, and like Doom killed. Like it's just, it's over, and it's, it's like Thanos is just done, just like that. There's no fight. He goes straight fatality <laughs> on Thanos. Like, it, and it, it's not. I mean, the way we're setting it up, you might you're thinking how graphic was it? It literally there was no, there's blood, no blood. There's like, no he gore. Just, he literally he grabs him by the spine and disintegrates. Him. And that oh, yeah, you see him kind of go for a punch. Next panel, you just see armor falling and then bones, and that's it. And it's crazy. Like there so. were a lot of fun. <laughs> there were a lot of fun uh, parts to the to the to this event. So, uh, but you know, throughout this whole event, whether you follow them or not, th- this event also included tie-ins. Now, tie-ins they they weren't necessarily important to the main story, but they told other events that were taking place on battle world and so uh cody did you read any of those tie-ins did you have any ones that you enjoyed or whatnot i I did read two of them uh the one the the notable one that i read is the civil war one which in that we see uh essentially if if you're familiar with the uh civil war storyline we you know and we did an episode about it uh, yeah you know it took and kind of took sides on a little while back but uh essentially in this this civil war you know within secret wars it never ended. So, yeah. uh, they're, you know, Iron Man and Cap are still fighting this war now, years later. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Tony's got some gray in his hair. Even Cap has a little bit of gray in his hair. You know, he's yeah. aged. Tony is now, uh, together or with She Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Peter Parker is, you know, his work is, you know, Cap's second in command, you know, his, his right hand man. Uh, there's some really cool moments in that. It's it's only something I would recommend, if anything, like just for seeing. Uh, you see, you get to see Kingpin with Doc Ock arms. That's fun. But the arms are controlling Kingpin. King, <laughs> no, not the other way around. Uh, so you, you know that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool kind of you know element. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I I also read uh, you know and shout out to the floods. Uh, but I picked up an Ant Man comic, which they did. There was uh, one issue. It was you know a one off, but they. It's called the Last Days of Ant Man, and essentially it tells what what Ant Man is doing with his life leading up to the end, you know, leading up to the beginning of Secret Wars, mm-hmm. uh, leading up to issue one. So it's kind of fun just to see like Ant Man being goofy and you know, <laughs> and you know, just being Ant Man. He's trying to start a business, and the world's ending, and he's like, kind of like, well, I might timing. as well just yeah, like, it figures, you know, like he finally get his finally gets his stuff together, and he gets out of prison, being clean, being Ant Man. And the world ends. So, yeah. uh, were there any that you read, Andy? I know you started with the Old Man Logan. Did you I see it through? I uh, started Old Man Logan. I actually didn't see it through. I actually have the last one to read, and so I actually I will I will read that before I jump into Old Man Logan number one. Uh, but I, I so I started reading Old Man Logan that miniseries that tie in, and then I also 
uh, read the Infinity Gauntlet, which was a lot of fun too. That one was really good. I enjoyed the story in that one too. The art was uh, was fun for that one. I would recommend those. Uh, there were a lot that a lot of tie-ins that were happening. Ones that we just couldn't. We didn't have yeah. the time or the funds, so you went the money. To, yeah, like my <laughs> bank account was like literally like no, that's not happening. Uh, like there was there's like there one of the ones that I think I think I missed and yeah. you know and I think we would agree that we missed is one that was called Thor's. So like I said earlier, uh, Doom has has instituted uh, an army of Thors all with their own hammer. Yeah, uh, to be the, his essentially that the police his the, the police. Yeah. You know they they. You know, when there's an issue uh, within this world that, uh, you know, a criminal matter, so to speak, the Thors are the ones that go to deal with it. And they're they're the ones that go and fight this, you know, fight for doom. So the Thors issue or storyline kind of just follows that. Yeah. And I thought that was really like I thought it was a cool idea, you know, and and they're kind of a big deal, you know, throughout the at least the first half of uh, of the Secret Wars event. So I think it would have been cool to follow that one. And I, I kind of wish that I had. Yeah, one that I I know I missed the bus on was the uh, the Age of Apocalypse storyline, which I heard was a lot of fun. Uh, there was a, there you know there are other tie-ins. You know the Planet Hulk one was a tie-in that I was interested in. The Iron Man Armor Wars was another one that I was interested in. Um, I didn't read any of the Spider-Man one, so like uh, Renew Your Vowels. I think that's what the Spider-Man yeah. tie-ins were. I didn't read any of those and. Um, so Star Lord and Kitty Pride. There was yeah, know, there, there was were one. there were a lot. Like they just went on and on. Like with seriously, the, you would go to the you would go to the Marvel section of the comic book store and just be overwhelmed. Like yeah, uh, there's so much good things happening, but not really. There's no way that you could follow them all. Yeah, you know, unless that's your job. Yeah. Like, so. so there were some that we know we missed the bus on, but uh, so the, you know the whole event again. Like we said, the whole event ends with kind of um everything reed rich is kind of doing everything the way he the best he could um and now we're kind of set up now to to look forward now you know we're kind of set up now that this event is over um it kind of gives everyone the opportunity to jump on board and to read a you know whatever character they really enjoy and you know pick up and start off with number issue number one and Mm -hmm. so uh, are there any that you're that you know now now that everything quote-unquote has been reset the dust is settled yeah are there any of those ones you know, any of the new comic book runs you are you are you interested in picking up and reading uh, i am following the the invincible iron man okay. uh, you know iron man's my guy that's, yes that's my avenger yes uh, so i am following him uh, or following that run i i want to ru- start doing the uh all new wolverine Yes. Uh, which in you know in all new Wolverine, it's a female Wolverine. Yeah, it's X twenty three. X twenty. Yeah. So she has rather than having three claws in each hand, she just has two. Yeah. So her outfit is very reminiscent of the classic yellow and blue Wolverine outfit, and so I've heard nothing but good things of that. It's a, that's that's definitely a, a one that I'm interested in as well. I know there's one that you're probably particularly interested in, Andy, and that's uh, that's Spider Man. Uh, I can't, the joke from last week's episode was that that's the only comic book you needed to <laughs> to, to buy last week, uh, which there were plenty of new comics that came out last week. But uh, but what I will say this: I went to Coliseum of Comics, the the you know one of the local comic shops here in Orlando, and. They they were all sold out. I went to the Fashion Square location. They were all uh, all sold out. Regular covers, all the variants. All, I mean, they're wiped out. So it was like, yeah, I I guess it, it's good. I haven't read that one yet because um, I just got it on uh, yesterday. I just got it yesterday, 
And so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that and that's one I'm, I want to read. Old Man Logan, I want to read. Um, I'm very. I want to read uh, the Avengers, the main Avengers. Yeah, I am comic. following that one as well. Okay, yeah, I want to. I want to read that one. Um, so those are, those are just some of the few ones I, I would like to read. Those would be fun, I think. All right, so that is our episode on Heroes and Secret Wars. You can let us know what you thought and didn't, or what you liked and didn't like uh, about Secret Wars by hashtagging Heroes and Secret Wars on social media. We would love to uh, to hear your thoughts and you know and. We were interested to see what you guys appreciated and didn't so much appreciate uh, with this run. Uh, You can always tell us your thoughts on social media as well. Uh, You can talk to us on Twitter and Instagram at Heroes underscore and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Heroes and or email us at Heroes and podcast at gmail.com. Just want to give you the new comics that are dropping today on February 10th, 2016. Uh, So we have Batman issue number 49. Uh, it, it seems like that story arc um, is coming to an end. If you if you're following Batman, in the events after Endgame, I, I, it appears that some of that stuff may be wrapping up soon. So um, so that should be good. We also have Old Man Logan issue number two. We have Hawkeye issue number four, and then we also have Darth Vader issue number sixteen. Now, Andy, you were showing me the variant cover, or not even the variant cover. Not even the very just cover. regular cover. regular cover for this one, and it is sick. It's 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 uh, it's one that I would I would frame like I would frame just hanging on the wall. Like it's a beautiful cover, um, and also with this issue, uh, Darth Vader issue number sixteen. It's a new story arc, and so if you enjoy Star Wars, if you enjoy Darth Vader, you know if you've read only a few of those issues or whatever, this is a great you know point for you to jump on and, and read. From this point on, so again, that's issue number sixteen for Darth Vader. Uh, also, I just want to give a little a little spotlight on uh, a an artist, and that's his name is Michael Cho. Uh, he is drawing a lot of uh, the variant covers of all the Marvel uh, comic books. And so, for example, like there's a variant cover that he drew for Spider Man, which is incredible. Uh, but his style of art, he is uh, Marvel's giving him the green light to do a variant cover for all of their comics. So like Old Man Logan number two, there's a variant cover for for his art. You know, um, Hawkeye number four, um, there's a you know variant cover for. So I I just you know if you can just kind of Google search this quickly, Michael Cho, uh, C H O. Uh, variant covers they're just really fun and it's really it's just uh, they and to me i think they're they're gorgeous covers so all right is <clears throat> and if you could take some time to subscribe rate uh review and share our episodes we would appreciate that uh sharing goes a long way as far as you know getting heroes and out there uh and rating and reviewing lets us know what we can change you know what you would like to hear see more of so uh we would appreciate if you would take the time to do that but thanks again for listening to heroes and i'm andy i'm cody and and we're out. out